Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 281, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is brought and made possible by Mud Pod Design House. Ideas are great. They're what businesses are made of. If you have an idea and want to make it a business, you need a website. Mudpoddesign.com makes websites for idea people every day. Practicalherbalist.com. Get info on plants and plant medicine that's supported by science and tradition at thepracticalherbalist.com. We make herbalism practical and easy. Thepracticalherbalist.com. Now, here are your hosts. I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Hey, Patrick. I'm not supposed to just say, hey, Patrick, am but, I? But no, yeah, you leave me hanging every time. So uh, you always do that to me. And, 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 and one of my ticks is so. I always say so to get that to transition us to something else. Um, so <laughs> it was a wonderful discussion with Don last week. It was more uh, kind of like a reunion too, because of, you know, it's we hadn't ages. really spoken to her in a while. Yeah. It's been ages. It's been ages. Our, my career and, and life took me to one coast and hers took her to other side, Yeah, we, other side of the world, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We moved <laughs> to Oregon and within a couple of years, she was moving back to Florida. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was just kind of this period of time that we were both in the same city, if you will, for, for a duration of time. And I, you know, yeah, I think I found her by taking a little, like one of those pull tabs off of a handwritten sign at present moment or something like that. Yeah, Back I mean, in the was, day when we went to the yeah. alternative, uh, you know, magic store and stuff. To, I know yeah. when there was no face Facebook or Instagram or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just all really. social pre-social media. That was yeah. the social media was that board. You'd yeah. go to that board and you're like, exactly. Oh, there's a person. I'm going to grab that thing. Exactly. You know? And I think you yeah. saw her originally for, for, and I don't know what your impetus was for doing it, but you originally saw her for some, something. And as you were having, success and seeing a difference, that's when you'd said, hey, you should probably take a look at this too. Yeah. She helped us out at the very beginning with the, dealing with the thrush and the stuff with, with our son right after he was born. She helped us with some of that and then other yeah, pregnancy-related, you know, early well, childhood-related issues for me. Yeah. And I mean, she, she helped me with, um, you know, at the time, I don't think IBS was was like a, a yeah. Thing. It wasn't a real term. What, it wasn't people that really weren't like throwing. It wasn't like a known thing now where there's you know treatment, if you will. Then it was just oh, you have that, <clears throat> or you just have upset stomachs and you didn't know. And and for me, I didn't know what was causing it necessarily. I just knew that I had there's certain things I had to do and ways I had to be, and it was always a, a present threat. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially on long road trips. Um, yeah, I remember extracting a promise from you that we would never have to live in a house with one bathroom again. You know, because you've made this a public thing. a public a thing, thing over and over again. Well, we had three then. But so. there are people that have this problem, and I want them to know that it's real, and there is actually some solutions You have out such there. first world problems right now. There's some so, solutions out right, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, the point is, is that she really helped me deal with that in a non-evasive yeah. way, non-drug-induced um, way. It was more along the lines of, well, you need to do a cleanse and you need to do a fast and you, here's, a, here's, a, here's a drink to help you. Here's some herbs to balance you and you should really cut out all these things and then slowly build them back in. Yeah. And, and I did that over the course of about three or four months and lo and behold – it corrected it a corrected. vast majority. I mean, you still had issues off and on right. over the next decade, but you learned how you eventually let yourself, allowed yourself to recognize some of the things that you needed to change about the way that you lived, 
the way that you ate, the way that you processed stuff. Oh know? yeah. I really don't do nearly what, you know, I done at the time, but it was such a relief and such yeah. a thing. So that really, I think that was my real first, um, foray into herbalism. Right. Um, to us, it seems you know. so alternative, but really what she was teaching us was what should just be a normal part of healthcare. Fair. You but know? you know, the thing is, is that when we back in Minnesota, you know, oh. that, that was a thing. Whoa. You didn't, I mean, that was really alternative. I got yeah. teased a lot by my coworkers. Oh yeah. Cause of what I was doing. They're like, that doesn't work. And that's just frou-frou and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it works. It does work. You know, yeah. but anyway, so. Yeah. Well, I, I always have looked at Dawn and what she does as she's forging a path in the medical world that the rest of the medical world should be following in that she's integrating herbalism and nutrition and just general healthy preventative practices into modern medicine in the way that she does it. You know, I mean, she's, she's carried those things in, they work and she's kind of a pioneer in that respect. Yeah. I was actually just thinking that same word, you know, she was doing that back when it wasn't a thing, you know, now, you know, in modern, modern, quote unquote, modern herbalism, there's this big move and shift to this idea of integrated care. Um, you know, Sue or, uh, when we, when she was with us, um, you talked about, you know, you know, when she had Occupy Medical and was an integrated clinic where they had herbs and herbalism, you know, alongside traditional Western medicine, you know, you know, doctors and physicians, you know, uh, working side by side and, and helping. And, you know, obviously the population she was serving, you know, couldn't necessarily afford, you know, prescriptions and all that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, is that she really had an influence on those physicians that were coming in yeah. and were like, it's got to be done this way. And she's like, that's not going to work for the population we're serving. You have to, yeah. you have to mold to us. Right. We have all of these herbs here and the, these, these, um, medicines, if you will. Yeah. That's that, what, yeah. That's you know, what Sue did where she, she got to set, this is the territory and you guys are coming into my yeah. world. And Dawn is instead saying, I'm going into your world and I'm going to bring this right stuff that I do with me. And I'm going to show you that it works and I'm going to speak your language. And show you this stuff works. Mm -hmm. And she's been amazingly effective at that. She's been very influential from, from, you know, the stories that she's told and she's talked about. And, uh, you know, getting, I think it's, it's a matter of hitting the, uh, the person at the right moment, whether, you know, doctor, nurse, whatever, it doesn't matter. It just, you know, you can tell somebody 10, an item, you know, something 10 times and they don't hear it, but there'll be that one time. That the stars align, the moon is over here, and Jupiter's in you know in this house or whatever, and they'll hear it again, and they're like, "Bing," and they get yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, I, I I know that's happened to me. I know it's happened to you. I know you know, yeah. um, and and that's when, you know, you keep talking about that, keep doing that, and and that's what she keeps doing. And then to have the results, I think that's the other thing that really was powerful for her and giving her credence to those. Uh, physicians and that uh, was that she would say, look, this person's got this, this, and this, and this is what's happening. I can see this is going on here. And this is before they even did a test. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then they do the test. Like, what are you, a seer? You know, I mean, yeah. no, right. she just, she knows how to look at signs different signs. Yeah. than, <clears throat> than to be fair. And I, and I know I've said this before, you know, most physicians um, go down a flow chart, they go down and a question answer, 
you know, and at the end of it, they're going to throw you on a test. You know, it, it is not much different. Again, I'm going to insult people. Not that much different that a really good mechanic will do. Yeah. You know, right. what are the sounds? What's the indications? Yeah. What's happening? Tell me when this happens. How does it do this? You know what? Let's let's put this on the machine and see what we're getting. Oh, yeah. It looks like this is exactly what we think it is. Right. You know, so. And that whole <clears> system <throat> isn't necessarily a bad system, but it really depends on symptoms being strong enough that they are showing up in a very physical way, something that pushes people to the point where they'll go in and say, this symptom is here. It's really aggravating and frustrating me in my life. I need to fix this. It's a problem. And what Don knows how to do is recognize the stuff, a lot of things, they're still physical. I mean, she's still seeing things like she talked about the red nose that she saw. She saw something was happening. So she'll still see things, but they aren't always at that physical, now this is a serious problem level. Right. But because she knows how to look at you know the human body and she knows how to listen to what people are saying, she understands a more subtle version of what these things look like, what illness looks like before it manifests in its worst form. She's really good at the beginning, you know, the earlier stages, prevention before it becomes really awful. Let's fix this now before we're, you know, before it's in a horrible state. And it's part of what I think modern medicine really needs is more of that subtlety and the art, if you will, of medicine. Right, right. And I think we need both. I don't think we should get rid of the flow chart, but I do think that we need to have another layer of medicine practitioners or practice added. I mean, why is it that you know, you get your, we're both in, you know, we both have just hit 50 and, and you're getting hammered about getting in and getting the colon evaluation, colonoscopy, colonoscopy yeah. and I get hammered about how I have to go have the mammograms. I mean, they're constantly hammering on us and pushing and pushing and pushing that we have to go and get these really invasive tests. You know, and the prevention <clears throat> is good. I mean, I can see why, but why aren't they also saying, and are you getting in to see your nutritionist? Because, the nutrition and the way that you eat has a huge impact on what goes through your colon. <laughs> you know, well, or, that is you that, know. Is, that is the the white the, the big elephant in the room that no one will address, and yeah. that is what we're putting into our bodies. Yeah, um, over and over again, we're not eating well. Uh, as a general, our society isn't eating well. Yeah, uh, and a lot of our health issues can begin directly be correlated to the American diet. It yeah. isn't. It isn't great. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that diet is unfortunately proliferating the world stage. So we're seeing more and more human beings who are not necessarily born and bred Americans coming down with the same kinds of health problems and crises are invading their health problems are invading their country. Right, obesity so. is suddenly becoming a, an issue in, in countries that never had it before because they've got now they have the pro proliferation of of you know artificial sweeteners of you know heavily processed foods. You know, like, you know, super finely grained flour, you know, all that kind of stuff that happens that, that spikes insulin that causes the, the weight gain, all that good stuff. But, you know, um, I think, you know, I'll, I'll only defend, if you will, um, doctors talking about how you need to have these things probably just because, you know, because I, I still, I, I'm still, I still believe in, 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 you know, science, you know, is that, I'm sure they've got the numbers. They they have the numbers to say early, you know, early scanning does this, early scanning does that. We have the numbers to show you why you'd want to do this. I'm not saying you know? that you should never get any of these preventative tests. I'm saying, okay, so the only prevention our medical system is offering us is something that's very invasive 
and that is a, a rather unpleasant and harsh thing. You know, I mean, you go in and you have radiation shot through your breasts every year after, I think it's age 50 or 55 or well, something They have like that. changed that, but I yeah. mean, whatever they've got and their recommendations change and all of that. But I mean, they're asking you to do something that, how is that? That's not a healthful thing to do to your tissues ever, no matter what, whether you're talking about dental x-ray, anytime you put radiation in your body, that's just not really good. That's not to say that it isn't appropriate to do it at times and at whatever intervals they say, but why is that the only prevention that we've got? Why is yoga therapy not just a part of you know, what you do for an aging body if you don't have good balance and if you don't learn these techniques? I mean, there's there's so much... We have so many, so much data showing that there's an awful lot of ways you can live better. Oh, absolutely. An awful lot of nutrition that can be better, but we do absolutely nothing in the medical industry to encourage people to make the choices that will be healthier for them. I think, um, you know, when you were talking there, it was it reminded me of, um, we've said this before too in the podcast, you know, about how most of us, many of us give up all of our power to care for ourselves to the yeah. almighty um, um, medical system. Yeah. And it's frustrating because if it was a system that was more altruistic than money, it yeah. would make it a little easier to swallow some of the ideas that they're throwing at you. You know, um, And the, there's there's a point at which you do need to just give your power over. If you're in the middle of a heart attack, oh, yeah. you no, need to yeah. let the doctors do and you need to just trust them. But Maybe, medicine. maybe there's a lot of stuff that could have been done before you got to that heart attack point. And that's your power. You have the power to make those changes. But who's who's showing us how to make those changes? We're excited to announce that Everlasting Herb Farm is opening here at the Real Herb Market. Wendy McKenzie makes the most divine herbals all by hand on her farm in Vermont. Her gift for growing and making good herbals is as natural and nurturing as the plants themselves. We know you're going to love tapping into Wendy's herbal world. Find her at therealherbmarket.com slash shop slash everlasting dash herb dash farm. Again, that's therealherbmarket.com slash shop slash everlasting dash herb dash farm. The thing you is, know? is that no one really thinks about it until it becomes a thing. You know, it's yeah. like out of sight, out of mind. Um, you know, you could slowly be. Um, hurting yourself or doing whatever and you don't even know it until that one day it happens, you know, or something goes down, you know. Um, I can think of my dad who, who uh, you know, was just going along, everything was fine. And then, you know, he went in for one checkup and the doctor's like, uh, yeah, you, we have a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and my dad was like, what do you mean? And so it was like until that that moment of trauma, you know, where it's like, Right. You know. And if we had a bigger focus on prevention, then, you know, people like Don would have noticed well before that trauma moment would have said, hey, I see these signs showing up. Let's let, why don't why don't you try this different change to your diet or adjust your lifestyle a little bit in that direction? Or, well, let's look at how to adjust the medicines that you're on. Let's talk with your physician about how we might be able to adjust that, because I can see that you've got the beginnings of this issue in this organ system, which is a direct result of these pharmaceuticals, maybe we can shift the prescription to a different set that will pressure a different organ system for a while and kind of go back and forth to give your organs a break. And, you know, I mean, 
that's what good preventative practitioners would be doing if we had that in our system, but we don't. We don't have that at all, and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's it's hard because, you know, in this in the time we're in right now, there's there's a lot of this information that's out there for you know doing certain things and you know, half the public doesn't believe it. You know, how do you how do you sway people's ideas of, you know, hey, believing in and it's not even belief or, 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 or trusting in the fact that yoga it works. There's there's studies and studies and studies that show you meditation works, there's studies and studies and studies that shows it. You know, all of these things are there, yet because of our mad dash western lifestyle we never make time for those things i mean i'm as right. guilty as anybody right and it is we are as a culture definitely not trained to pay attention to what our body's actually telling us at all we're trained to ignore it you know, you know from a young age oh that hurts well just power through it well last year you know, you know with with you know the great pause you want yeah. to call it that you know we many people discovered that they were happy being by themselves for a while. They were happy yeah. with that slower pace. They were happy not having to. I mean, I don't know how many stories I heard of people saying they were so happy that they just they didn't need an excuse not to go out. They just yeah. didn't go out, and everybody was on board with that. Yeah, the social pressure eased up considerably, and people had a chance to just breathe. Right, and a lot of and a lot of, even though it was a stressful time, a lot of people's stress abated. Yeah, because you know everyone else was in it together. It wasn't like you know they were the only person. And society was just whipping around around them. You right. know, everybody yeah. was in the same boat. Yeah. Everybody was making the same decisions. Um, yeah, we all had stresses about how are we going to bounce back? How are we going to pay for this? How are we going to pay for that? But on the whole, it was just amazing when people were like realizing how much time they had. And that speaks to the power of all of us recognizing simple aspects of life and then taking action toward that. Like, you know, I mean, if we really want the future of medicine to be more integrated, how do we get there? You know, we can all stand around complaining about how awful the medical system is, but that doesn't get us anywhere. We've been doing that for 30 years, and it still hasn't really changed the medical system. No, like anything else, I mean, uh, because of the way our system is designed, if you want it, you have to, you have to demand it. You have to ask for it. You have to yes. you have to say, I want this in my clinic. I want, I'm not going to go here. And you, and you have to have that movement. I mean, you have to have right. that, you know, that movement of people to say that. I mean, Well, I mean, all of us to just take a moment. At the next time you go to see your doctor for whatever reason and say, hey, you know, what do you know about good nutrition and what education do you have? I'd like, I'd like to talk to somebody about good nutrition or, you know, the next time they tell you, (laughs) you don't take herbs with that. Ask them, what do you really mean by that? Well, you know, the interesting part is, is that, is that, you know, mental health was always a sideline yeah. thing. Now, even in our clinic, there's mental health people in the clinic. So yeah. in, when you go you in, you, yeah. you, not only that, but you fill out a questionnaire. And if you if, if you score high enough on there, you might be depressed per, uh, questionnaire. Oh, yeah. They ask you, hey, I, we'd like you to talk to somebody. And, yeah. and you're right there for a counselor almost immediately. Yeah. Because along the line, somebody finally realized that mental health is as important as physical health. And if you not don't have both, then, you know, you don't have – really, you're not healthy. Yeah. So that same idea that you were saying is that somewhere along yeah. the lines, enough people ask for it. You know, the thing is, is that the average the average physician does not have very much time no. being being a nutritionist. They, they don't get it. They go no. they don't get that in their education. They get almost none of that. Or, or they might get, like Don said, they might get a seminar yeah. on on yeah. herbs and herbalism. Yeah, one day seminar on the weekend. You know, that, <laughs> or, that they may yeah. or may not take. And if they yeah. don't, you know, believe in it. 
then yeah. they won't even take it. They it, might you take know. it and just, you know, doodle while they fill out their credit. You know, you know, and instead of embracing the fact that, you know, the pharmaceuticals that you've been prescribing are typically de- derived from plant-based medicine, yeah. you know, and there's a thing there and there's people that have expertise on that and they did that, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's frustrating too. Cause like with, you say with herbalists that are, you know, whether they're and you know, a registered herbalist or whatever it is, they have to go through a, a heavy amount of training, you oh, know, yeah. with, you know, yeah. learning the physiology, learning all the herbs, learning how they're going to act with that, how they're going to interact with other herbs. You know, it's just, just, it's a, it's a big learning curve for anybody to take it on and to oh, do yeah. it well. And then the other side of that is, they're nowhere near compensated for that education. Right. You know, yeah. so it makes it hard. You got to want to get into it for, for the love of doing it versus anything else because you're really not going to make a lot of money. As a profession, herbalism is definitely a calling. Yeah. Not a, not a thing yeah. that's, hey, let's make money. You know, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, being a doctor isn't a calling too. Oh, yeah. But, but, but doctors but get well compensated. They do get compensated for, for everything their work. they do. Yeah. No, totally. You know? No, I get it. And yeah, they might put in a whole long stint of really intense internships, but herbalists do that too, just in a different way. No, like I said, the education you know, is steep different. for both sides of the fence yeah. on this. I mean, it is steep. Um, but yeah, I, so I don't want to become an S them. I'd actually like yeah. to say, you know, there's a place for both of them. I mean, yeah, why couldn't, exactly. why couldn't our clinic have, you know, a resident herbalist in there? Right. A know? nutritionist and herbalist and why. And so, you know, ask your, ask your clinics, ask your doctors, ask, ask them for that, but also ask them about their own education in those areas. Because just taking the time to say, Hey doc, have you got any education? You just told me not to take herbs. Do you know what that means? helps them to start to wake up to the fact that there might be a weak area in their education, a weak area where they actually don't know as much as they would like to or could, and that their public is asking them to learn. Oh, yeah. So that's helpful. Another thing to do is ask your insurance company. Ask your insurance company to cover nutrition, herbalism, Yoga therapy, acupuncture—you know all these different massage therapy, all of these all different this modalities. Stuff that's yeah. Modalities that are often very, very good at helping prevent illness. We we are fortunate in the state of Oregon that um, the state-funded healthcare or insurance, if you will, the, the local—I think it's called OHP—is the is the one. It does support many of those modalities, right? Not herbalism, which I wish it would, right? But, but it does acupuncture, it does massage, it does yeah. you know chiropractic care, it does mental health, it does. You know, it's pretty staggeringly good insurance. Yeah. And you know? although I might ask my insurance company, whatever, you know, insurance it might be, whatever policy I might have, I might ask them to cover that, to start covering that. And they may not change my actual policy, but if they get enough people asking for that, they're going to start integrating that into a lot more of their policies. Right. I mean, we have, we've heard stories over the last few years about like, um, there's a, was it a clinic or hospital in Cleveland that has started an integrated portion of their, mm-hmm. of their services because they, they felt that there was, an, there was a need for it and there was, there was, there was help there. Yeah. Um, we've and heard, I know, you know Dawn was, in, has helped to establish one. There was one that she was working on helping establish. And I know she's got a vision for another one that she's, Right. About. Yeah. She said that first one wasn't exactly what she wanted, but the second with this next one, she has a pretty good vision for how she wants it to move through and go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, the thing that all it takes to is people to say, you know, I don't know. Let's find out, you know, yeah. you know, the thing is we all assume that doctors are all knowing and yeah, they're not. They, they're not. they, there's a reason why know, it's called a medical practice, you know, 
the word practice is really important there, but we we lose sight of that. We get stuck on the word medical and the PhD and all of the education, and we forget that it's an ongoing practice. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know and to and to be fair too, is like it's really hard sometimes to be a a, a care provider like that when when a lot of the people that you're talking with don't believe what you're talking we're talking about either. So yeah, you yeah. know, how do you how do you even deal with that? I, I you know. I mean, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's but. not that I'm unsympathetic. <clears throat> it's just, you know, how do we change the system? We start asking for change, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, if we want to talk doctors, about... Ask um, your insurance company. Yeah. Ask your employer to choose the policy from the insurance company that includes wellness care, right? nutrition, uh, herbalism, acupuncture, et cetera. <laughs> you know, ask your employers. A lot of A lot of us are insure get our health insurance through our employment you don't get started on that one but yeah so ask for the change if you are not one of those people that gets insurance through in through employment and you have to pay for your own look for the policies that do include some of that make use of those you know show them that this stuff works that it's helpful go you have you have a a possible little discomfort in your body go see the acupuncturist Get your insurance company to pay for that. Let them help you get rid of that discomfort before it turns into an actual heart attack. And now the insurance company has to pay gobs of money. Yeah. You know, show the insurance companies that it's actually profitable for them to encourage people to get nutritional counseling at all stages of life. I mean, well, at the end of the day, that's, get, that's exactly how they'll move things around. If we don't change um, the requirement for <clears throat> private, <clears throat> excuse me, insurance companies. Until you want to do that, you have to show, show them the spreadsheet where this is saving you lots of money if you do it this way. Right. You right. Know, until you show them that. And we, as a people, are willing to do take take charge of our own health care by going to the preventative specialists, going to see the herbalist when you've got a little discomfort. It's mild instead of saying, oh, I'm going to power through it like they taught me back when I was a small child. Well, not only that. Say, no, I'm actually going to go say, what, why is why am I getting these weird brown patches on my skin? Let's go find that out. It's clearly not a melanoma. It's just a weird little rough brown patch. Go see your herbalist or your acupuncturist or whomever. Ask the questions. It's not a dermatology thing at that point if you're otherwise generally healthy. Perhaps. I mean, I'm not going to diagnose anyone here, but, you know, when you see those little things crop up, you're middle aged, these things are cropping up, go find out what that is. Ask your special, your, ask your preventative healthcare team and they'll help you make the changes that mean, yeah, when you hit 55, you're going to have to do the colonoscopy and guess what? You're clean. You know, I think <laughs> it would be fun if it was reverse where you would go in to a clinic and you'd see an herbalist practitioner and mm -hmm. with, I'm having this problem and, and then they spend the time with you to talk to you about what's going on. They ask you dietary questions. They ask you a few of these other things. They find out what these things and then they may or may not say, I, you know, I think you need a tincture of this. I think you need that. Or more importantly, they say, you know what? It does sound like you got something bigger going on than, than we can really handle for you. Here's what I suggest. Here's yeah. a referral to a doctor. Here's but a referral to the doctor and he's right next yeah. door. And you know what? We'll I'll walk you to that part of your appointment right. and I will converse. So wouldn't with that be interesting? Right there they would be you. they would be the people that you talk to and screen yeah. before you go get to see the doctor. Now yes. it's like, oh, I stubbed my toe to the doctor. Oh, yeah. I have a cough to the doctor. Well, and you go the nurse practitioner 
takes down all the notes or the nurse, whoever it is, yeah. the, the medical is, assistant or whoever takes down a bunch of notes, but then they leave and then the doctor comes in independently later and asks all the same questions. It would be nice to have that instead, you know, you go in, like you said, you go in, you see your herbalist, you talk to them, that your herbalist walks to the doctor, walks you to the doctor where the doctor's room is. You actually sit down with the doctor and the herbalist said, here are the things that came up while we were talking. And now I'll let you two discuss. And that way, you know, the doctor has heard the answer to those questions the herbalist has passed them on already, and the doctor can then move forward. And yeah, nothing fries my bacon more than giving all that information to uh, one person. One person, then they leave, and I've got like this five to ten minute wait sometimes where the doctor comes. I was like, I just assume the doctor's reading all of my notes. But they so are. he can come in, he can yeah. say, Okay, so I understand you're having this happening. Okay, let's move forward. Instead, I got to rehash everything and go again. I was like, yeah. You just wasted so much of my time and your time and this extra person. Why are we paying him yeah. or her to, to write this down? You're going to come in and do this anyway. What the frick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it also puts a doctor in a very bad position because the doctor doesn't have time to even process what the symptom set that you've talked about you know they, they don't even have time to even think for one second about what you've said you got 15 minutes if you're lucky so it's like taking your car to the mechanic and saying i hear this weird rattle and the mechanic says okay now i have to i have to figure out exactly what this is right here and now with minimal information and i've got 10 minutes to diagnose the problem and tell you how we're going to fix it it's really, I mean, some things are really obvious and it's easy to see, but there's a lot of more subtle things that are not so easy to see. And that puts a doctor at such a disadvantage. They're in a position where it's much easier to misdiagnose yep. because they don't have time to think about the diagnosis they're about to deliver or the test that they might want to confirm what they're thinking might be in their head, you know, might, might be a problem. All right. So well, anyway, if you're, yes. if you're out there, if that's, I mean, ask people in the know that you, when you go to the clinics and you go to the places that you go for medical care, ask them about nutritionists, ask them about herbalism, ask them about these things and say, Hey, yeah. how could we get that in here? Yep. How could we make this a better place for all of us? Yep. And ask your insurance companies, ask your employers to get insurance that includes access to those practitioners. Just ask for it. Just ask. Yeah. All right. So with that, put an herb, put an herb on it. On it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.